Hey, Fro, why does the TV like the remote? Why the TV likes the remote? I have no clue. Because it turns it on. <laughs> this week on another digital system, we're going to talk of news of the week. Five shows we love slash hate, but everybody hates slash loves the emoji movie and the final of Big Brother. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Digital Citizen, the smallest podcast about the biggest things. Hello, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I have not practiced doing that for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it just rolled naturally, naturally off your tongue. So naturally. Exactly as naturally as me saying naturally, apparently, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is with me, but uh, my English is terrible today. So it's so maybe hot I've been here. Good. It's so hot here. My brain is broken from yesterday. It's like it says um, it's going to be 110 degrees Fahrenheit. What, let's see what that is in Celsius, because I know Fro has no idea what that means. But I, I think it means hot. <laughs> right. If I'm a hundred and ten percent. Uh, forty-three degrees Celsius. So pretty hot here today. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So it's gonna be brutal. Forty-three Celsius. If it was forty-three Celsius in Norway, people would like go outside and like, "Hey, welcome to Spain." <laughs> <laughs> right. It's abnormally yeah, warm. Yeah. It would not happen. That's the point. Yes. Uh, Billy isn't there for some reason. We don't know. Uh, but uh, get used to it because the two next shows, she's going to be in Spain. So, Right, yeah. She's probably out, out lurking about. Uh, one of the things that I, uh, I uh, saw when you, uh, you once week, you give us the news uh, list. And... Uh, I had really, really, really fun times with the uh, uh, Norwegian anti-immigrant Facebook group uh, this week. That for some reason, <laughs> uh, 
confuses empty bus seats with terrorists or Muslims. Right. I've seen the picture. <laughs> and you can actually see it on our Facebook uh, group. It's another digital citizen on Facebook. Uh, and I'm not sure uh, why why this is a thing. Like, I... why, why do people think it's Muslims? I mean, if you just saw the picture and somebody captioned it and said, oh, look at this, uh, and you weren't thinking about it, like, you just looked at it, like, out of the corner of your eye, I guess you could see it, like, squinting. <laughs> Maybe you're, like, just got done crying, so you're still, like, tears in your eyes, and there's it's blurry. Then maybe you would see it and go, oh, yeah, look at all those Muslims on a bus. But it doesn't... Yeah, it, it does not look like that if you actually are paying attention to it. But apparently, this Facebook group, an uh, anti-immigrant it, and Facebook fa- group, right? In, uh, yeah. It's called fa- uh, Fatherlands First or Fatherlands There we go. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and uh, this Facebook user shared 23 screenshots. Uh, we, we only see uh, some of it, but it's pretty. Uh, I don't. I. It's. It's so. It's so weird because it's like. Uh, there, there, there are people underneath there. Like, this looks really scary. Should be banned. You never, <laughs> never know who's under there. Could it be terrorists with gr- weapons? Get them out of our country. Right. Uh, those who look like this, uh, uh, they look like collapsed umbrellas. What? <laughs> I don't even know what that is means. <laughs> no. <laughs> How do you look like a collapsed umbrella? But uh, yeah, um, I thought this would. I thought it would be like this in the year 2050, uh, but it's happening now. So everybody that looks at the picture and thinks, ah, it's Muslims. But it's just Muslims with weird lightning. It does have. Oh, I mean, it, it does have certain lighting that maybe caused it to happen, but. Um, at least I I can't really read it. So what does it say above the picture there, Fro? Like, what does it say in English? What do people think about this? Okay. And so this person clearly was... Well, maybe this person wasn't on the bus. Where, where this picture came from, we won't... Uh, we don't know. That's the thing. No. But somebody had to have taken right. this picture. If it was the person that also posted it and said, what do you think of this? They're just mm-hmm. trolling, maybe. It's very possible, because... But it says... Uh, but uh, this is kind of interesting, because this, uh, uh, under the article uh, picture, uh, this is from the local.no, uh, it says screenshot Facebook slash Sindre Bayer. Do you see that? Uh, yes. I think that's the so screenshot. That mean that... I think that that's not the picture that is on... That's the screenshot of the Facebook post. So, ah, yeah. Ah, so Sindre Bayer is the person that I've made this. Okay. Right. It it just oh, the sure. screenshot that we see with the um, comments and everything. I'm assuming that's what that means. Right. Um, 
which they have a whole bunch of the comments on there. I can't obviously read most of them, but they kind of go into what some of them say in the article. Uh, but really, uh, what does one of them say? I think I passed the test because the first thing I saw was a group of Darth Vader's was one thing. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Yes. This is the best thing I've seen from a blind racist, racist since the Chappelle show. Anybody remembers <laughs> that skit from the Chappelle show? Yep. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those things, like I said, if you just glance at it and, you, and you're in the mindset that you want it to be something you hate, then you'll see you'll see what you what uh, you want to see. You know what I mean? It's It can be whatever you want it to be. It's, uh, clearly, if you look at it and you go, oh, those are it's a bus with seats, then yeah. But if you're told it's something else, then your mind will start um, playing tricks on you, I guess is a good way to put it. And obviously, these people are not very smart because they're all racist idiots to begin with. But yeah, it is very funny. Maybe I'm not racist enough. To see Muslims uh, everywhere. Right, exactly. I guess we should point uh, out what this whole craziness is about, is that um, these people who on this Facebook group believe that Muslims are taking over Norway. And so this yes. bus, these bus seats, are, it's kind of a confirmation for them. If, if this was a bunch of uh, women in burqas uh, or hijabs, they would be like, in their minds, that... It, that would confirm that Norway's being taken over by Muslims. It still does not like that. Could just mean that they're on their way to to the mosque. Mm. You know what I mean? That they all had took the same bus that day, and you know what I mean. Like even if this was a group of people, it still wouldn't mean anything. I guess is my point. So it's all yeah. it's really just silly. Uh, all in all, um, yeah. I I got some, oh I, some I, random. Norway news I saw yesterday, uh, somebody was charged on Friday for vandalizing the troll penis. Yes. So, I, they haven't released any names, but I thought that was funny as well. Somebody's been charged with yeah. penis vandali- vandalization, I guess. Uh, in, uh, let's keep it local. Uh, let's keep it to uh, uh, the border uh, towards Russia. Uh, you have a one-step policy or a one-foot into Russia policy from Norway. Uh, there's a border between uh, Norway and Russia. This is in in really, really, really far to the north. North. Right. And uh, it's like it where is, Finland, uh, Finland, Russia, and Norway all intersect. Like the borders intersect at right. this one spot. Right. And they have. Uh, uh, um, uh, the, the, uh, find, um, 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 in the, in the find. Oh, that was hard to say. Unidentified, right? Which, yes, hard for me to say. Uh, in ritual that stepped into the Russian side on Thursday, and police said that even a short venture beyond the border constitute a, a legal crossing and uh, there is no limit of ho- how far uh, the border must uh, be to be broken the law which is just one foot on the russian side you have uh, crossed the outer border of the schengen area says uh, this policeman 
Björn Tormud Syrsen. Uh, and this fine can be, be between $630 to $1,260. That's a lot of money. For putting one foot across an imaginary line, yes. <laughs> yep. That is a lot of money. But he also says that it happens several times during the tourist season each summer and also a number of times in connection with skiers in the winter. So maybe they should mark it better? Well, yeah, right. I mean, even if you were, let's say you were skiing and it was a whiteout or something and you got kind of off track of where you were going, you could end up, I, I don't, not really sure how this area is, but just knowing skiing and snowboarding, you could end up somewhere where you, you didn't mean to go, I guess it's possible, but right. did you read down at the bottom of this uh, article? It says in August, 2016, four Norwegians were detained by border patrol agents after they were caught throwing rocks into Russia. Yep. So if you were just to like skip rocks across the lake that's kind of in the background there, you'd be like breaking the law. It's it is freaking stupid. <laughs> it's really silly. I, I just think it's really silly that it's an imaginary line and they're, they're going to find uh find people for it. I mean even if you have one no, foot across the border. Yeah. Right. I'm against borders in the first place. Like on the intellectual level, I I think it's stupid with borders. There's uh, obviously personal reasons for certain borders, but some borders don't make there a, are. a whole lot of sense. There yeah. are, but 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 uh, uh, I I I agree that we need to have a border between uh, like uh, Norway and and for example Sweden. To decide, to decide where uh, Norway begins and Sweden ends, and other way. But on a on a intellectual level, I don't think that borders should be a big thing because it's like, is that it's pre-termed alliance through the country, and were you there to decide those lines? Were you there to right. like? commonly like talk about what happens when you cross this border like i understand that norway has uh, uh power over norway and sweden has power over sweden and we need a border i'm not saying that we don't need a border i'm just saying that if i cross that border what what is actually going to happen and why 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 is it so much different that that, that I am on the Norwegian side than the Swedish side. For me, it's not different. And in the, it, the funniest thing to me in this article is it they point out uh, that it's Russian, Finland, and Norway where the borders meet, and it talks all about what happens if you cross into the Russian side. It does not say anything... Nothing about Finland. Nothing yeah. about if you go over... Like, maybe there's yeah. a, a different rule, like... I have no idea. Okay. Maybe you guys have some kind of uh, laws have, that allow you to go the, back and forth. Yeah, we have the U.S. Uh, border thing with Finland. That's why. Uh, I, I I know why. Because uh, Russia isn't me a member of the EU. There you go. Okay. I guess that makes Aha. sense. Aha! Yeah, they're not a member of Schengen at all. Of Speaking course. of Russia, though, and Syria, which mm -hmm. is going down right now... 
Uh, Trump did actually something good this week. Trump yeah. did something good. That's strange, but we'll, we'll cover the other Trump news right after this. But he um, he signed off on a bill to stop arming uh, the Syrian rebels that we've been backing for years and years and years. So, it's really, really good. Yeah, I, I think we talked about it not too long ago about how uh, I believe it was Syrian planes at blue uh, attacked um some of these rebels and then we attacked them at causing Russia to get pissed because we uh, the Syrians were attacking rebels that we were that we were paying to be to be rebels so we're not doing that anymore which I think it causes a lot less confusion maybe in that kind of war zone I don't know in my mind it's definitely a good thing but certain people are saying why aren't we arming random people people with weapons in the middle east it's like come on now uh, there's good reasons for that but but uh yeah and uh, uh the russian government sees to us own the plumic properties friday hours after its foreign minister ordered that the us to cut diplomatic staff in the country uh, by september first uh, <laughs> so they think this is a uh, uh, in rotation, uh, uh, right? We it uh, seems like we seems like we uh, put more sanctions this week on right. Russia, mostly because of the Russian hacking thing, which we've talked a yeah, lot yeah. about. There's no proof that's real, but we're still going to sanction them, I guess. But I mean, this started when Barack Obama was in office. If you remember, we kicked a bunch of Russian diplomats out of the country and took away their embassies if we remember that a long time ago and now they're just doing kind of the same thing to us but if you read this what are these two diplomatic properties one is a warehouse yeah the other is a place where diplomats walk their dogs <laughs> so i i i think that's one of the most funny ones maybe not the, the place... big maybe not as big a deal as if the th the way they were making it on the news maybe but right they taking properties. Super. I think they, they also uh, kicked out like hundreds of U.S. diplomats. So that was more of the big deal is they kicked out. But this is kind of the back and forth when you sanction somebody and then right. you kick out their diplomats out of your country, they're going to retaliate in the same way. Like if if it was the reverse, we would have done the exact same thing. So. Hey, uh, since you live in uh, reality land, uh, America, uh, I think I discovered one of the shortest terms by a media chief ever. It how is, yes, it, it, I, it definitely is, for 100%. How, how, how um, incomfortable of your job you have to be uh, losing it after 10 freaking days. Well, I, the real reason he got fired is because he did something really stupid. Um, well, right. he did something really stupid. Yes. Right. Anthony Scaramucci, who replaced Scaramucci. Sean Spicer, I believe, um, yes. was in there for... It's some, say, some articles say 10 days, some say 11 uh, so I, we'll just we'll split it and say ten and a half. He get he got kicked out 
uh, by John Kelly, who I guess is the chief chief of staff. Uh, mm-hmm. And I assume that uh, Sarah Sarah Sanders, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who we talked about last week, is going to take over this role completely. But I I have not seen if that's true or not. But um, this guy, Anthony Scaramucci, he called up a reporter and <laughs> tried to figure out where the reporter got this information. Wanted to know where the oh. reporter got it leaked from, and then he said some things. I don't. I don't really want to say, but he was talking <laughs> bad about basically the whole White House thing. I'm not like them. I'm totally different. Oh. I'm not here to uh, blank my own blank. We'll say that. How's that sound? <laughs> well, he wanted to do fellatio with himself. Right. He he said Steve Bannon wanted to do that, and he was not like Steve, yes. Steve Bannon. So uh, that, that wanted to do fellatio with himself. This is just a long list, uh, part uh, adding to the long list of people who are leaving oh. the Trump administration or getting fired um, in the last, whatever, I'm six blessed. months. So the turnover rate is pretty high. Uh, this It's getting pretty ridiculous at this point. De- like, like, saying something so stupid about Steve Bannon, just, it's just like, why did you do this? Why are you so freaking stupid? I think it's pretty clear that this whole administration is totally divided and everybody's in it for themselves, oh. kind of. They not, they all just are in it to get fame or, like, build a name for themselves in the future, like, after they leave the White House. Um, and I th- so and, and so there's kind of dueling factions within, within it. That's why, within the Republican Party, which is true about the Democratic Party as well. Obviously, we have the right, 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 right. Sanders side, and then there's the corporate Democrats, and then there's the other uh, uh, kind of more liberal but not as corporate Democrats. So there's factions in all of them, but it's so clear now, especially after the um, this week a, the health care bill was not passed again, which they've tried to do Thank a million you. times. They've tried to get rid of Obamacare, oh. and the... Con- uh, the conservatives, the Republicans, cannot, they cannot coalesce because they're so um, divided on everything. None of them ac- can agree on anything, even though they have a majority. They still can't figure out how to get anything done. So it's it's pretty hilarious in in a way because they're so focused on their themselves, they can't uh, get any policy passed. Like Trump has done nothing. <laughs> He's done nothing so far in his presidency because everything just... It's really ridiculous. It's like like I I said, who needs reality programs as long as we have Trump? I mean, yeah, he's a reality show star. It's just become a huge joke. It really... I mean, it already was, but this whole thing is like getting to levels of ridiculousness that like... There's no denying that they're completely incompetent at this point. All of them. And none of them agree with each other. He's at, Trump is on Twitter, like, bashing his own um, his own people and things like that this week, going after right. Jeff Sessions. So none of them can agree on anything. No, they're not all on the same page. So when people, especially when you watch the news and they go, 
oh, we got to get the Republicans. Well, which Republicans are you talking about? Because none of them agree on anything. So... (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely no more, Uh... like, two-party... Just saying, oh, this party's bad or that party's bad, because you got to break it down into what part of that party is bad. Yeah. Oh, some other interesting news that's not on ours. Uh, Larry David... Uh, you know, from Curb Your Own Enthusiasm, he was on Saturday Night Live, and uh, at certain times he created Seinfeld. He found out yep. that he was related to Bernie Sanders, and he played Bernie Sanders on Saturday Night Live before and he they found look out. Alike. Yeah, they really look alike. Right, but they found out they're actually related. <laughs> they have blood How relation. Related? How? How are you they know? related? I would have to look that yeah. up. Uh, again, okay. I just wrote it down as like a quick thing that I just go, just to mention in the news. Oh, something else to mention in the news: North Korea is testing uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles again this week, so that's yeah. always good. Uh, um, I know now they can get to Chicago. I know that that you know South Korea is basically on alert, and China is getting ready for war and all these things. So something to look out for in the future. And then something not maybe as serious, but serious to me, iPod Nano and Shuffle got discontinued by Apple. And I still yeah. use an iPod Nano. I mean, I have a phone. I could, yeah. you know, play anything on there. But I like having the little tiny iPod Nano because you can, whatever, go work with it. It doesn't get in your way. It's not a huge bulky thing in your pocket. That kind of, I was kind of pissed about that. But Nanos was the shit, though. It was really good. Yeah, I still buy That's old ones. Nice. I'm assuming, like... More than likely, you'll be able to go on eBay and buy, like, knockoff versions, even if they're discontinued, but... Yeah, yeah. Have you ever smoked? I don't know if I've talked to you about this. Have you ever smoked on a regular basis? No. Cigarettes? I, I never... Oh. I never liked cigarettes. I never saw the appeal. I think I've told you that I did cigarettes before. I'm oh, yeah. Sure, you told me sure you, you quit a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I haven't smoked for. <laughs> it has to be five plus years. Now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the FDA plans uh, to lower the nicotine levels in the U.S. cigarettes to non-addictive levels. <coughs> that is kind of okay. I have two. I have three huge problems with this. All right. Yeah. First. First. There's not only nicotine in the cigarettes that is addictive. Just to be really, really clear, there's other uh, supplements in cigarettes. Right, yeah, yeah. It de- I guess it depends there. on what kind of cigarette it is. Because if you're making rollies, but, you're gonna be, have a you know you're gonna have a less likelihood of getting those chemicals but, and rat poison in there. But yeah, I know what you're saying, bro. But, but uh, pre-made <laughs> cigarettes we are talking about there. Right. Uh, Mm, yeah, so uh, it's not only nicotine. Two, can nicotine be as low, low uh, that it's not addictive? Like, how, how low is low? I was like, thinking non even level. I'm, that seems really, really, really weird. If you lower the amount of nicotine in a cigarette, wouldn't and let's say you cut it in half, what if somebody just right. smokes two cigarettes? <laughs> That yeah. is my, my point as well. Yeah. yeah. It's it's really, really, really rich. And my third is like, yeah, okay, you don't want to... This is 
making it easier to smoke, you fucking bastards. <laughs> Morons. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, like the FDA should use their money to do other good things for your health. Sure, it's right. I mean, this ought, for you. There it's are. It's not good for you if you take it under a non-addictive level. It's it's bad for your lungs anyway. Right. True. I mean, the thing is, you can't. You're not going to outlaw cigarettes because then you're just going to create an under underground uh, cigarette yes. trade or whatever. But I think the weirdest part about this is the FDA has had the power to do this since it says 2009, but just cho- has chosen not to. I mean, it's not like we've just in the last, whatever, uh, eight years have gone, oh, wow, I guess cigarettes are bad. We've known that forever, for, since, whatever, since the 60s, since before that, the uh, cigarette companies knew about it. So, And here's, here's the thing, smoking has gone down. People that smoke cigarettes has gone down in the U.S. This is making it more easier for cigarette companies to brand their new cigarettes to new people to get people to smoke again. This is going to make it much, 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 much worse. FDA, stop! I I don't understand how that is. I don't... What, they're going to brand them safer and so you think they're going to... More people will smoke? I I, I don't know if that's 100% true, but I think... There's a lot of stupid people out there. I started smoking because I was stupid at that point. Right. Um, yeah. You do it because you want to be cool, a part of the gang. This is going to make it easier for for people to get lung cancer. No, I'm against this. FDA does do something else. Well, I guess the re- well, one of the reasons uh, there's been a lot less people smoking is because of e-cigarettes and vape, vape right. vaporizers, things like that. Um, and that goes in this as well, but I think that is one of the reasons this is happening is, um, Still. they're trying oh. to, uh, even out the, uh, the idea of one being more dangerous than the other between regular cigarettes and e-cigarettes. So in a way it is, it is working with the cigarette people against the e-cigarette, uh, companies. So I, I guess... In that way, I see your point, Fro. Uh, in just a general sense, this is kind of a good idea, but it, wow. once you really think about it and get into the details of it, um, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily do anything. So, yeah. But it looks good in a, in a news story, I guess, for the FDA. <sighs> I don't like this. Uh, another thing. Uh, last... Uh... News we have of the week before we go to the videos. Tony Blair uh, has done Iraq war crimes. We're not going to hide behind something and say that he is maybe the worst, one of the worst English uh, prime ministers uh, we had. Well, in our in our um, lifetime, maybe I guess. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, now, high court ruled that uh, there is no crime uh, agree aggression aggression aggression. Is that a word? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, 
I guess what was happening Maybe. here is the Iraqi government wanted to uh, sue him for uh, war crimes, saying you you attacked us for no reason. Uh, oh. Well, you said there was a reason. There really wasn't uh, weapons of mass destruction. And, I mean, he lied. Right. And so did George Bush. So, yeah, I mean, that's a war crime, attacking a country for no reason. Um, and the UK high courts has said, no, you can't do that. It's uh, Lord Chief Justice uh, Thomas of Quemwig. Quemwig, yes. I have no idea how to say it. And, and it's, spelled, it's spelled like C-W-M-D-I-E-D-D. Yeah, that is a weird word. <laughs> and Justice Owsley uh, said Monday there are no crimes of aggression in uh, in English under uh, in English law under which the f- former prime mean? minister prime minister could be charged. Aggression. What does that mean? Aggression. Being aggressive. No crime of aggression. Uh, <laughs> no crimes. Uh, he didn't. Do it aggressively. Uh, what's a With good way purpose? to put this so I can describe it to you? Uh, aggression is like doing something with... Uh, With intent? Intent? Int- I mean? Well, it doesn't even mean that. Uh, a crime of aggression would be doing something mean on purpose, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mean on purpose. We have two videos that we're going to uh, watch. What are we going to watch first? Um, let's watch the Trump one first, get it over with, and okay. then we'll watch the other one. The other one's funny. I don't know if you've seen it, but it is very funny. I haven't seen any of this. Okay. All right, so the first one uh, we'll do first. Uh, this is Trump did a speech um, to... Uh, in, in New York to police officers um, and he was talking to them about uh, criminals and how to treat criminals uh, when you get them in custody and he appeared to condone police violence I guess is a oh, good way to put good. it so oh. let's go ahead and play this give, give me a countdown for all <laughs> three two one play they have transformed peaceful parks and beautiful, quiet neighborhoods into blood-stained killing fields. Blood-stained killing fields. They're animals. Oh, nice. I want to point out that we this is all coded as a society, uh, racism. The spilling. <laughs> if you listen to it, of innocent. When he says criminals, he young. He's, you could just he could replace vibrant. all this stuff with minorities, and that's really what he's talking. But about. I have a simple message today for every gang member and criminal alien that are threatening so violently our people. We will find you, we will arrest you, we will jail you. See, he even says, and, and we, we will, will deport, deport you. Deport you. So he, mm-hmm. when you see these towns, it's like he, up to that point he was being very coded about it, and then at the end of that sentence he's like, "Oh, we're gonna." By the way, uh, you're said, an illegal immigrant, also if you're a criminal. Nice. Like when you guys put somebody in the car and you're protecting their head, you know, the way you put their hand over. Like, don't hit their head, and they've just killed somebody. Don't hit their head. 
I said you can take the hand away, okay? <laughs> what the? What? Right. What the literal? We need more resources he he just said Congress, that you, you should Congress is just hurt up and people who are doing it. Mm -hmm. They should have approved. That are in custody. Last night, yes, he's condoning police violence, basically. Boy, oh and we should point out on that, one for that all the police officers that? clapped and cheered when he said that. The swamp. But we'll get it done. We're going to get it done. From the beginning. You know, I said from the beginning, let Obamacare implode and then do what? I turned out to be right. Let Obamacare. Why? Why he say bringing Obamacare into it? Oh, that was just another part of the speech, but it, it, he was just saying like, um, it, it was he was talking about uh, this happened the day after the health care bill, uh, the to stop Obamacare mm -hmm. failed, uh, really late at night. They tried to put it through without anybody noticing, but it failed anyways. Um. So he was just pointing out, oh, it, I, I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm just going to let Obamacare fail. So his his theory as being a leader is, oh, I'll just let everything go to shit, and then and then we'll do something about it. No, that's that. You, what? No, that's terrible leadership. But yes, uh, I think the most interesting thing part about this whole thing is that the police cheered when he said you should hurt suspects i mean we have this thing called Yay. being innocent until proven guilty it's part of like the law <laughs> and he is saying uh they're automatically criminals and should be treated like criminals even though they haven't gone through a court to say that if they're guilty or innocent and then the all the police officers there cheer and clap and they're like yay so this <laughs> police department came out and said we don't condone anything donald trump said we don't believe in that uh we don't support it <laughs> and it's like um you were all cheering and clapping is that not supporting it i'm confused here okay one more video all right so this is an ad for Jeremy Corbyn that came out this week uh, by a place called Momentum, uh, which is just a liberal Labour Party group in, from England, and they came out with this. Um, it's it's basically a bash on the Tories talking about uh, Jeremy Corbyn, but this could very. You could just replace Bernie Sanders in here and put it in America, and it would be the exact same thing. So it's very interesting. Uh, give us a countdown, Fro. In three, two, one, play. I just don't get why Jeremy Corbyn is so, so popular. in the garden. Because he promises everything. Look rich people. people. will just fall for it. Exactly. Young people think, oh, great, I don't have to pay for university. Thinking there's some kind of magic money tree to pay for it. Didn't pay anything for university. <laughs> and they moan about how hard it is to get on the housing ladder. You just have to work hard and save up. Bought her first home for £20,000 in 1981. People think they just deserve a job without doing the necessary work to get it. Nobody ever helped me out. Got his job in a media agency through his father, and then they show his father, who started the agency with money from his father. They just don't get it, do they? <laughs> they just don't get it, do they? I lo they're turning it on back on people saying things. That is funny. Yeah. That they just don't really understand, really do they? They're so uh, 
they just don't get how the world works. And there's these people in like a garden, all like <laughs> snooty and everything. Very, I, I like that commercial. I think it's very good. Hey, did you know we have a email address? It's another digital citizen at gmail.com. That's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Have we, for some miraculous reason, gotten an email? Uh, I didn't check today. We didn't have anything last <laughs> night, but no, we do not. What a surprise. I'm a little bit surprised because, it, if anything, I figured this week we would get an email about the craziness of last week in the main main topic. Uh, you would think somebody <laughs> would have had an opinion about whether God was a, a physical being or not, but apparently no. Uh <laughs> I was really uh, pr- I no. point out I was really proud of us last week because we did a great show last week. We were all super prepared. Yeah. We all like were ready to do a show. <clears> I thought really last week's show was one of our best shows ever. I was really proud of I totally agree. Especially Fro and me and Tilly uh about last week's show cuz it was just a really good show and it was. Uh, yeah, I just just wanted to point that out, I guess. Uh if you want to go to our Facebook page, uh, check out, check that out. You can see the picture of the bus seats that everybody thought were Muslims. I'll go ahead and po- <laughs> I'll post up that Jeremy Corbyn ad as well because I think that's really good. Uh, so go check good that out. out. Facebook, uh, another digital citizen. Well, let's move on. Let's hear Trump telling the truth about mental illness. This is Tron where Tron tells the truth. I try to do this segment every week, but sometimes I can't. It's strange, you think, it's only four to five minutes this segment, so why can't you do it every week? It's a lot of things to talk about in the world. But not every good week I feel that good. I try to take shape up and do something about it, but it's not always easy. Not long ago, Radio Lady, I mean Lady Gaga, and one of the princes of the so-called British Empire were open and talk about mental problems. Yes, we talk a lot about mental problems. We talk, we talk, we talk. We put in some money into psychiatry. We, we said that being open is good. Talking about it is good. But you know what? It's not very good. It's not at all. Maybe it's good for you who can show yourself that you are a person who cares and believe in other people and and you can put write something on Facebook and get a lot of likes for us who has problems and had this mental illness it's not good because when you are open people look at you different you are a different person people don't treat you in the same way as they do with other people you are a person with a mental problem nothing else you are a mental problem how what should I do? How should I talk? How shall I act towards this person? So you don't talk to him. Sometimes you look away and you hope you don't come to the same party as you and you don't have to meet that person. But you like people to being open. I shouldn't say something for you now from the bottom of my heart. Because I had problems of mental illness for years. But I never been open about it. Or just a few close people to me know what's going on. I done everything I can in my power to hide them. Even say no to people, scare people away. 
because I'm so afraid of that secret. So it's better to have a few people around you who can you can trust than have a lot of people who who knows about your mental problems. It's never easy. In a day I can be up, I can be down. Sometimes I just want to kill myself and another day I love the world. But I'm never open. Sometimes people say, yeah, Trump, say it loud. Say you are bipolar. Talk about it. But the day, thing, the day I talk about it, that's the day the world looks different at me. They don't look at me as the person I am. They look at me as the person with mental problems. When you say that people should come out, out, you have to mean something about it. You have to take responsibility and you have to treat the person like you want to treat anybody else because it's not your life it's all about it's not your feelings it's all about it's not your world view of a harmonic good society is all about it's about the person who has the problems when you can go home turn off the light and go to sleep we are still here people look different at us and that's how the world is. That's why I've never been open. And that's a lot why a lot of other people are not open too. Think about that. This is not about you. It's about us. Yes. Us who has those problems. And it's not going away. i rather hide. And i rather say to people to hide than being open. If the consequences is how society is today and how so-called liberal free-minded people are today because you may believe that you're free-minded and liberal but you're not you want you don't want a complicated life that's the way it is this was Tron with Tron Tells the Truth have a nice evening TV round uh, Luke have you seen anything on TV this week uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, I know we both saw something this week. I guess I'll do that last, and then we'll move into yours. Um, I restarted Blind Spot last night. I watched a couple episodes because okay. I had stopped watching it after, towards the end of season one. I was like, just kind of, I think way too much TV was happening, and then they started the second season, and I was too far behind, and I just stopped because it was overwhelming. I got back into it, and I was like, oh, that's why I stopped watching the show. Because <laughs> it was not good. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it uh, it uh, lost its uh, momentum. Is that okay word to use? Momentum? I think that's a good. I think that's a good description of it. Yeah. It just it became a different show than it was in the first it, bunch of episodes. Towards the so end of it, bad. it became yeah. like this very standard. Oh, uh, the cops are always good, and there's. Right. At the beginning, it was like there's the there's good cops, there's bad cops, there's good um, bad guys and bad bad guys. Uh, even though right. the good bad guys are still bad, they're better than the bad cops. I guess that's how it started right. out. And towards the end of it, it's like all the cops are good and they can't do anything wrong, and the bad guys are all bad. It just became more just monotone and bland, I guess. So I don't think I'm gonna oh, go I, back I, and watch I, the rest I... of it. 
I gave up after the first season. I haven't seen anything on Right, on I watched season. the very last few episodes of the of that season, and I was like, should I go into season two? And I was like, no, not going to happen. Yeah, no. I, I don't feel, I don't feel uh, like it's uh, able to renew itself. And the cliffhanger was really on par because it was really... Uh, it was sort of, uh, kind of pointing out the weakness of the show. <laughs> so, no. Uh, I totally right. agree with you. Yeah. Um, Celebrity Big Brother started, what, Monday, I believe? Monday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, oh, and the list we did last week, and I was pointing out, this guy said that he's not going to, he was not in, he's not in the house. So that list yeah. was not, yeah. it got a few people wrong. Because there were a couple people on that list that didn't end up going to the house. But usually in one of these Celebrity Big Brothers, I will know maybe one or two people because they'll be like American celebrities. I know zero. I, I know, know zero. none of them. Even the American celebrities, yeah. I'm like, I, who are who are you? I have no idea who you are. There's like this. Yeah, and I'm, I'm on YouTube all the time. And the one lady, they're like, she's a YouTube star. And I'm like, never heard or seen this woman ever. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, I'm not going to watch Celebrity Big Brother this year. I, uh, I mean, just, uh, I'll get into it, and if the... it's just really bad, I'll, I'll stop watching it. The, the thing about, yeah. like, not knowing anybody is it just basically becomes regular Big Brother because it's just a bunch of people you don't know. So that's the way I look yeah. at it. But... Okay. They are playing for charity this year instead of playing yes. for themselves, which they've done every other I year, like I that. guess, so that that is a good I thing. I actually like that, yeah. And then I guess the last thing that me and Fro both watched was Room 104, which started this week yeah. on uh, Saturday, right? Saturday, yeah, I think so. It had the first episode. Uh, why don't you go first, Fro? What did you think? I, I thought it was fucking amazing. I'm, I'm really surprised by it. Uh, I can't wait to see more. I'm... I'm Kind of less worried for what we are going to do next because of this show. You understand what I mean? Because I can see so many similarities of of what we are doing and this show is doing. This is not. I don't. I think our is going to be more comedy based. This is definitely not comedy based. No, no, no. Uh, this is dark, dark, dark. And I, but I, I really enjoyed it. Right, the first episode. Um... As far as I'm to understand, every episode is going to be different because they're all going to be based yeah. in this one room, but it's not going to stay with the same characters. So in that way, it is kind of like the show we're going to do next week, which is uh, the guest book. But in the guest oh. book, I'm to understand some of the characters do run through the whole show. Where I think Room 104, right. it's going to be each episode is completely different. Um, yeah. And this episode was weird. It was a weird episode. I was not. I was not expecting it when I went into it. Like I just started watching, and it was by the end of it, I'm like, "What the hell did I just watch?" <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. It's super weird. It kind of reminds me of, um, not to take that uh, in a mild reference, but uh, it kind of reminds me a little of Twin Peaks, kind of somehow. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, it is only one episode, but if if it's doing what I think it's doing and it's going to be different every every episode, it kind of reminds me more of maybe like uh, Tales of the Cri- Tales from the Crypt 
or like because it's like each each episode is going to be a different story, or maybe like Twilight Zone, where each episode oh. is like a different thing, but they're it's always weird, but um, but it's always going to be based in this one hotel room. So I think that's the idea. I guess I'm just wondering if it's going to go in a direction where this hotel room is somehow causing everything to happen, or whether it's right. just these different story. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But the first episode is decent, so I'd say people go check it out, Room 104, so. Uh, I'm going to bring up SmackDown because uh, of Twin Peaks. One of the most funny episodes of uh, Fashion Police ever. Right. I think I, I never laughed as much as I did that Fashion Police this week because of their uh, hilarious Twin Peaks early. There was it's something of... really broken here, though. Did you notice what was really yes. broken? Okay, go. Keep no, going. no, no, I didn't. But but uh, it was broken. But I, I I I was kind of like, I just loved it when when he came out uh, when uh, uh, the uh, the ascension came out with the log. I, right. I. I I cried. It was so fucking hilarious. It's it's one of the best parodies, yeah, so far. It was very what good. What did you... Uh, yeah. The only problem I had with it is, last week, they both got dragged off of oh, yeah. screen, and the, doing the, like, uh, X-Files bit at the end, and then this right. week they come back, and one of the commentators is like, this week we come back to, uh, to Fashion Police segment, and uh, Breeze is all by himself. It's like, wait a second. They both got dragged right. off last week. Not just. I'm so confused. It's, that that part was a little bit broken. But overall, it's yeah. funny. You just gotta, you just gotta go with it because it's hilarious. <laughs> but, um, I'm just wondering if the maple syrup on the log, if that's actually <laughs> going to be related to the people that, you know what I mean? If it's actually going to yes. lead to whoever is going to be the secret team that they're going to go against. <laughs> and my only thought is, who's Canadian? Maple syrup on the log. Yes. You know? Yep. That was what I was thinking as well. That's is Tyson Kidd coming back? Is that who they're going to oh go against? Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, no, it was amazing. But uh, it, it it's even more funnier because Twin Peaks is on, I think. I don't think it would be as funny if I didn't watch uh, Twin Peaks. Well, I mean, oh, by the, way. The, the thing is, like, this was going off of the original series, yes, not the new stuff, but, obviously. But so. it, it, yeah, I don't think they would do it, maybe, if it wasn't uh, in the media right now, was my point. Maybe. I mean, they did maybe. do X-Files, so, but yeah. Yeah, but it's not that long since we had an X-Files season, so that was last year. So... It feels like forever but ago, anyway, but yeah. It, fe- it feels forever ago because it was so bad. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, now, uh, after, uh, other than that, I haven't watched uh, a lot because I've been uh, kind of sick. So I've, I've just uh, watched the most like elementary things. So right. I watched more or less the, the same as you. Uh, of course, I watched... Uh, Things that you don't watch, like uh, 
uh, America's Got Talent and things like that, but nothing to write home at. But we have a really fun super... Uh, well, I think it was really fun, because I've done more pairing of this than I was kind of pre prepared to do. We're going to do Shows All Hate, But I Love, and Shows All Love, But I Hate. So let's do Shows All Hate, But I Love first. What's that your number other people five? hate that we love. Yes. Okay. Yes. What's your number five there? Um, Big Brother in general, I guess, was my number five. Can we do mm -hmm. that? It, I wouldn't specify a single one of them, but yes, Big Brother in general. I think I love it, and most people think it's stupid and idiotic, but I, most of the time, I used to think Big Brother is stupid and idiotic until I really understood it, until I really understood what was happening here. Like, what this show was really about. Um, about putting people in a place and then causing them basically to go crazy around... Uh, uh, and go nuts on each other. Um, once you realize that this it's more of a social and mental experiment, then you see the show for what it is. But I think most people think it's just a bunch of idiots getting drunk in a house. So. Right. Maybe it will show up later. Uh, my number five is Six Degrees of Everything, and it's on True TV, uh, and it has 1.6 on IMDb. That's not a good rating. 1.6? That's a horrible rating. Uh, and it's the Fine Brothers. Uh, they host a comedy segment show uh, that shows that everything in the world can be connected by six degrees. I will not say it's the best show ever, but given it a 1.6 on IMDb, it had to be on my list because I, I yeah, the, the title is show people, all people hate, and all people hate it. But I, I actually like it. I, 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 I thought it was funny. I thought it was kind of cute and funny. Hmm, I've never even heard of it. So that's, yeah, six degrees of everything, and it was 2015. It was on True TV, so yeah, 1.6. Oh. All right. What's your number four? I went with Beverly Hillbillies, which is one of my favorite <laughs> shows of all time. Uh, I've seen every episode. I have. Why? Why am I not surprised? I have multiple DVD <laughs> DVDs of different seasons, or uh, it's really hard to find all the episodes on DVD because they didn't. I don't know if the right they don't have the rights to them or what's going on there, but you mostly have if you're going to find them on DVD, it's going to be like a compilation, you know, of like all these different episodes. But I've seen every episode; I've yes. found them different places, um, and it's just to me, it's one of the best shows ever. But even uh, for people who were um, maybe young kids or uh, young uh, teenagers at the time who were watching it. Uh, right. those people even say it's bad it was one of the most popular shows of all time but people it, it has a stigma behind it because of some of the things that happened during the show because they would sell cigarettes to kids I... and things basically during uh, the commercial breaks and stuff I... so there are things that people associate it with being bad uh, but to me the show itself is a classic premise and uh, very funny if you just watch it for what it is so i totally i totally disagree with you but we had this discussion before so 
<laughs> I'm not going to bring it up again. Uh, my number four is my super sweet 16. Uh, it has. Uh, have you ever seen this? By the way. Uh, I want to say I saw an episode at one point, like forever ago. Like w- maybe when I was like living somewhere where I had the super most basic cable that like came with my apartment. I saw an episode. You know what I mean? I think it's 11 seasons or something like that, but it has 1.9 on IMDb. If you've never seen it, uh, the premise of it is pretty simple. Uh, It's a reality show uh, where a 16-year-old spoiled brat is getting her super sweet sweet 16. Uh, To be honest, we don't have anything like this in Norway. Like, this is such an American mm, right. show. Like, this could never, ever be created in any other country but America. Uh, but I, I was just trying I, to think. There there might be somewhere, but it would be different. It would not be the same as this, yeah. Right. But I, I, I really like it. I I, I think it's, it's one of my... I love to hate on it. I watch it because I like nobody on the show. So I hate watch it. Uh, I, you will, you, I have another show uh, that's higher on my list. That's uh, totally the same. But but when it comes to giving it a 1.9, there's so much shitty reality programs that are worse than this. And, and giving this a 1.9 is, is a little insulting to all the shitty other programs on TV, to be honest. So my number four is my, my Super Sweet 16. All right, my number three. I just went with the news in general. <laughs> um, I really like watching news. I like being up to date on what's going on in the world. I think a lot of people. I think one of the things most people will say is, "Oh, the news is always so negative. I don't like seeing all the negative stuff." Uh, mm. th- it, in my mind, it's like that the old uh, saying: uh, "If you avoid your problems long enough, they'll amass and uh, come after you." You know what I mean? It's like if you don't pay attention to what's going on in the world, and then eventually something happens and it affects you. Uh, you only have yourself to blame because you weren't paying attention is the way I look at it. So uh, I think watching being at least somewhat current on what's going on in the world is important. And I think a lot of people use that whole, Oh, I just want, I don't like the negativity. I want everything to be positive all the time as an excuse. Uh, But that's just me, I guess. So. I totally agree. Uh, My number three is uh, big brother. Uh, in general, uh, yeah, listen to what Luke said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I really like it. Like I understand that people can hate it. I know of people in our group that even hates it. But, she uh, says yeah. she hates it, but really, like when she watches it, she kind of likes it. She love she love <laughs> hates it. Right. She hates really that does. she loves it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally. So that's that's my number three, Big Brother. All right, my number two. I did kind of a slash here, Jordy Shore slash Jersey Shore, uh, <laughs> which Jersey Shore hasn't been on forever, but I did like it when it was on. I 
mm-hmm. it was one of those shows that I never saw an episode and was like, oh, that show's stupid. I hate it. And then I saw like a couple episodes out of the first season or whatever and went, oh, okay. This I I think I understand what they're doing here. And uh, it's kind of the same with Jordy Shore. It's it's definitely gotten to a point where it's not as good, but for some reason I just like it. I think it's because everybody's so terrible. Makes you feel better about yourself, maybe? I don't know. But, yeah, most people hate those shows. My number two is Keeping Up With The Kardashians. What a surprise I hear Luke says in the background. Um, I have a special love for this show. It has 2.8 on IMDb, so it's it's low, low rated. I'm 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 I I'm watching it as I am watching my super sweet sixteen. I have nothing in common with these people. I hate I like nobody on this show. I am hate watching it and when you remember when she was robbed in Paris, right? Uh, oh right. Uh, yeah. Okay. And and she and she cries in front of the camera on this show. I'm I'm the only one that when I read that was like, good for the thieves, good for the thieves, good one. I just re- the only <laughs> I was... thing I remember about that is that some people were going, is this real or is she just lying about this? Like, how did they get into this high high security hotel that she's supposed to be staying in and everything? But. I guess it turned out to be true, is what I was to understand, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so keeping up with the Kardashian is my number two. I kind of think my, me and your number two, uh, Jordy Shore and that, are like, they're almost on the same level. Yeah. And I think our number one You're might number be one. the exact same, right? I have no clue. Okay. Well, my number one is pro wrestling. I think this is a really easy one. Was that your number one, Fro, or not? No, no. no. Oh, I'm I surprised. Didn't, I didn't even, Did you even think about that? I didn't that? even think of it. Right. That's funny. <laughs> I think it just goes so without saying that we just don't think about yeah. it, but really when you think about yeah. it, we love pro wrestling, and p- most people think it's idiotic, stupid. Uh, <laughs> they I think it's a soap opera that's ridiculous and dumb and just guys in their underwear fake fighting, which it is, but uh, it's also an art form, and it's it's something that can't be compared to any other art form, in a way. Like, when you try to describe to some... If you were to try to describe wrestling to an alien who'd never seen wrestling before, and you didn't have a video to show them or anything like that, you'd... To try to... I would say... I would say it's like ballet... But with fighting, and and with uh, 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 storylines between, <laughs> yeah, with soap. There's like a soap opera in there, and it, but it's also yes. com- it's also comedy. Which I get. I mean, ballet does have fighting in it. I mean, Nutcracker yeah. Suite. They have a whole scene in the Nutcracker Suite with they're battling uh, while they're dancing. So it 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 is kind of that. But it's its own entity that nothing else is like. Um, and like I said, it's it an art form. Really and nice. I don't think yeah. people recognize it as an art form until you 
really understand it. It's kind of like Big Brother in that way. If you don't understand it, you just think it's the dumbest thing ever. But once you really understand what's going on and really understand the nuance of it, then you're like, oh, okay, this is actually what much more cool than I gave it credit for. So, yeah, pro wrestling number one. What about you, Fro? Mine is a show that you probably never heard about. Uh, it's called Stalker, and it was on CBS. And it has 17% on Metacritic. That is almost impossible to get that low. Uh, Stalker is an American police uh, procedural crime drama television series about victims of stalking and the detectives of LAPD's Treat assassin unit to investigate their crimes. Or as I call this show, I fucking love Dill McDermott and Mega Q. <laughs> Are Dill you sure Mc- this isn't just another CSI? Because it sounds like just a CSI no, uh, is... stalker unit. I really, really like Stalker. It's so underrated. And huh. it had to be my number one. Because I... I think if that could go on after that season but like listen to me i think main the main reason why i liked it is the dylan mcdermott's uh portrayal of one of the policemen's and i also really really like maggie q i see everything she's in but those two are one of my favorites actors and actresses when it comes to tv because they portrayal some, especially Dylan McDermott, is is portraying a policeman with with so many layers right. in Stalker, and I, I feel like Stalker uh, was so obvious that I had to have it uh, my number one. Hmm. I've heard yeah, of it, some, never seen. Uh, it. Yeah, have you have some honorable mentions? No, I did. I, I I had a hard time even coming up with five for my lists, so. Well, I do. <laughs> All right, go through them quick. <laughs> yes, because I have uh, a little show uh, called My Little Pony <laughs> on my honorable mention list because I love My Little Pony. Okay. And I uh, also, yes, I am a brony. And uh, uh, you never heard about this before, but uh, I kind of like Miley Cyrus. She was in this little show I never talk about, so that show is also honorable mention. Right, okay. Now let's talk about shows all love that we hate. Uh, I'm going to begin this round uh, with my number five, and it's The Simpsons. I have never liked it, I will never like, like it, and I've tried to like it so many times I've don't I? I can't really count how many times I tried to like it because F- Futurama is one of my favorite shows of all time. Okay, yeah. But I don't. I I just don't get The Simpsons. It it it, it, it doesn't amuse me. It it, it never has. Uh, I like I I met people like yeah, Simpsons now is not like the old times. Well, I tried to watch uh, the old. Uh, episodes of The Simpsons, I didn't like that either. Yeah, like, but you gotta... I think the old episodes, it would only have been... Like, people are remembering it when it was 
original when it first came out. They're going, oh, those. It was um, it was something different then than it is now. I don't know if it would hold up. Like the animation of the first season is so much different. You know what I mean? Uh, it would be really weird to go back and watch it again. Which I don't know. But look, I I think I think I watched like five seasons of The Simpsons. I'm not fucking kidding with you. And and I I none of the seasons that I walked. Like I've see, seen half a season of first season, maybe half of season of season two, then seen some some from season ten. Like you understand what I mean? Yeah, all I, in I, all, I understand. I, 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 I think I've watched a lot of The Simpsons. I just don't like it. Oh yeah, I, I definitely think it's <laughs> American centric because it's. Made for America. I don't think The Simpsons is necessarily made for any other country. As far as like it's, it is uniquely American, and I think you. But have is that to... a, is that an excuse though? No, I'm just saying. I think that's maybe why you feel that way. I mean, I I would be in the boat where when I originally saw it, um, whatever in the '90s. You know what I mean? Uh, I loved uh. The Simpsons, and I, over time. I've got. I'm that person that you were talking about earlier. That I look at it and go, over time it has gotten not as good. But really, it's just become generic and bland because it's been around for so long. But yeah, I I will give it this. It has some good Halloween episodes, but that doesn't really like save save the whole show. I like the Treehouse of of Horror episodes, right. but that's the only episodes of The Simpsons I do like. Nothing more. What's your number five? I went with anything uh, that's a superhero Marvel uh, or <laughs> DC TV show. And basically any yeah. of them. All of them Arrow, and any of them. The yeah. Flash. Yes. Don't care. Don't need it. Uh... Not interested, um, and when I do see them, I'm like, "Oh, it's another superhero show." It just it does mm-hmm. not interest me. So that's my number five. My number four is twenty four after season one. Uh, I have to preface that because uh, I think twenty four, uh, the first season of twenty four, is maybe uh, one of the best of television ever. Uh, I'm not fucking kidding with you. I think 24's first season is one of the greatest seasons of one TV show ever. Uh, I, I I love season one of 24. I always... <laughs> I, 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 if I would have thought of that, I probably would have ended up on my list of uh, shows I hate because it... I, at the time, at least, when it was coming out, it was like, it seemed like a contributing factor to racism in America, yeah. in a way. Yeah. So, I'll just put it out out there. But Especially, like, season two. Season right. two is horrendous. Right. Uh, and I, I think there's something about 24 that, as long as it continued on, on the seasons, I've seen... All of season two, I've seen half of season three, I've seen some episodes after that. And I also saw the new 24 uh, with a young man. Uh, What was it called? 24 Unified or whatever? Origins or something? I I remember when it came out. I I just, I I, I don't care enough to remember. I tried to watch it, but uh, 
So I just have to preface it's after season one, because I think season one is really great. But uh, uh, yeah, that's my number four. Let's see, my number four, I went with Glee, which a lot of people <laughs> liked at the time, but I never liked, what mostly because I don't like shows or movies that are musicals, so. What a surprise that you have Glee. I am so shocked that you have Glee. <laughs> my number three is Friday Night Lights. Uh, this has... Uh, 88.7 on IMDb. And it's the trials and tribulations of a small town, Texas football, and I'm saying football because it says so, the description, I will call it handbag, uh, players, their friends, family, coaching, staff. I have tried to watch Friday Night Live. It's extremely boring. <laughs> it's one of the most boring TV shows I know of. Right. I, I have no interest in American football whatsoever. Yeah, all right. I uh, mean, it's, it's really, it's more about, like, a small town than it is about football, but yeah. Yes, but, but, but you have to be somewhat interested in the person that's there. You like this show, don't you? No. I've never even. Oh. I've, I've only seen the movie. I've never seen an episode of the TV show. So. Oh yeah, the movie is fantastic. By the way. I didn't like the movie, <laughs> but that's just me. Oh, I really liked it. Okay, what's your number three? I went with Game of Thrones. I think this one's pretty obvious. I talk about how oh, I don't care about Game of Thrones you. all the time. Uh, I hate you. I hate you. I was so sure that you were going to have this as your number one. Oh, okay. I actually, I think you'll be surprised what it is, but it's actually kind of related to what we were talking about earlier. But um, uh, yeah, Game of Thrones. I just don't like the fantasy genre in general. Like I've never been a fan of anything fantasy genre. So uh, even though people rant and rave about how great it is, I'm I'm just not interested in seeing it. I've watched maybe an episode and was like, eh, could leave it or take it. Like don't don't care for it that much. Like. <laughs> Not really interested, so. Ah. Really don't like that you had that as number three. Uh, my number two is Madman. Uh, it is on the list. On, on, on lists, it's like number four best TV shows of all fucking time. Wow, okay. I, can, I don't agree yes. with that at all. But go ahead. No. Uh, for example, I, I, uh, yeah, uh, I've, I've seen it on lists. It's around, like, it's, it's in the top five on, on, on best shows of all time. Sure. I don't get this show. I, I talked about it last week, and it's mostly why we have this list, uh, is this show. Because I, I, I don't get it. I watched one and a half season of Man Man before I gave up. Okay. And I, I yeah, I was bored towards all fucking episodes. Nothing interesting in this. Hmm. That's why I've never been interested in it myself. I think I've seen like clips of it, but never watched a full episode. So, well, what's your number two? 
Uh, oh, we're on number two already. Wow, we're going through this. Um, this one, I guess, is another kind of uh, slash one, but C- CSI, NCIS, etc. is what I wrote. Because <laughs> yes. you yeah. can, there's all different ones you could put on there uh, with the, the, the different versions of CSI and stuff like that. I don't care oh. about those shows. I They're so um, formulaic. And so yeah. it's just easy t- television to produce, and I understand that, but it's it just doesn't hold my interest. And I don't think I, I people binge watch it, and I couldn't, I could not even fathom binge watching it because I would go crazy. But yeah, those that's my number two. Yeah, shows I really, really, really like. Uh, we don't agree on this. My number one was your number three. It has 9.5 on IMDb. It's called Game of Fucking Thrones. And I hate it. I I I was so sure that you were going to have this as your number one. So I had it as my number one. But I, 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 I despise this show. I love the books. Uh, oh, right. I, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I read all the books and I was... Super excited to see that there was going to be a television show about it. Uh, I watched, I would say, half a season. Half a season of Game of Thrones. Much more than I've seen then, yeah. But uh, no, I I was like, I could see where they are going with this. I'm not interested in that story. But that it has 9.5 on IMDb, it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. 9.5? <laughs> Game of Thrones, yes. You're number one. All right, my number one. Uh, I went with American football. <laughs> People have gone, just TV? are ape shit TV about somewhere? American football here. And mm. I, I just don't. I think I liked it when I was in, like, middle school for, like, two minutes when I was, like, I wanted to watch it when I was in middle school because I wanted to uh, see it on Monday night or whatever and then be able to come in and talk to people about it on Tuesday. I never really gave a crap about it except for being able to, like, have something to talk with people who also watched it. And then when I realized, like, wait a second, I don't have to care what these people think. Then I was like, <laughs> then I re- like, you know, in high school, then I was like, wait a second, this is stupid and it's long and it's boring. So, yeah. <laughs> and it's super boring. Uh, like, I remember you, 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 me and who, whoever it was. We were watching um, Super Bowl last year. I don't remember who it was, but yeah, I yeah I remember. It was someone? Uh, but uh, <laughs> I want to say it was Grass Dragon, but I could be wrong. It was maybe Grass Dragon, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I'm maybe sure. I'm not sure, but anyway. Uh, and I remember we were talking a lot about like how the teams. Uh, were coming to where they were, and I remember something you said. I'm here for the commercials. 
<laughs> you like every every time I try to ask you a, a question about rules uh, and stuff, you are like, uh, I'm here for the commercials. <laughs> right, totally. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, it, yeah, no. I, I think you could make an. I think Vince McMahon had an idea with the XFL that could have like actually worked if you would have done it correctly oh, yeah. instead of it him okay. trying to make it pro wrestling. Where like you have football that's faster paced, has more. Um, if you shorten the game and you make it easier to get points somehow, so that the you know it's a faster pace, there's more points being scored, it doesn't last as long. You're not sitting there for four hours watching this thing. Um, right. I think it would be more exciting to me. But I think in general, sports is not something I enjoy watching all that much on TV. It's it, like I'd rather go play football than watch football. So. They have some honorable mentions. No, I, like I said, it, th- this one especially because I if it's TV I hate, probably I'm gonna forget about it or don't even know it exists because I would just not watch it. Uh, these lists were a little hard for me to come up with. So, what about you, Fro? I do have uh, two honorable mentions. It's The Walking Dead. Uh, I still watch Walking Dead. Uh, ask me why I'm watching Walking Dead, and I will answer you. Because. <laughs> because it's on, right? Yes. <laughs> I think, and 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 I I also have uh, uh, Jackass. I never liked Jackass. I said earlier that I started getting back into um. Blind spot and have decided to not watch that. But the, uh, it, I have a bunch of episodes of Walking Dead I haven't seen as well that I need to get caught up on that. And that was mm-hmm. it was kind of like la- uh, last night I was like, should I watch, should I watch a couple episodes of Walking Dead or should I watch Blind Spot? And I went with Blind Spot. But this week I probably will go back into Walking Dead. And if it's bad, I'm I'm probably not going to continue watching it. But it is kind of hard for me to watch, but it's like. I I watched so long that I don't want to quit now. <laughs> right, exactly. Totally. You want to see where it goes. It, you want to be on the journey. Yeah, and it's kind of like uh, I wish I I wish you <laughs> you tell me where are you going. <laughs> but no, no. There's just a lot of boring stuff in it. But yeah, any other ones? In The Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah, no. No, no, no. But uh, no, The Walking Dead is is sometimes really, really good. That's the problem with it. Right, and then sometimes it's the most boring, just drawn out, like, bullshit ever. Yes. Yeah. A lot of walking. A lot of walking. I think that's one of the reasons why I was so positive about uh, 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 what is that other Walking Dead uh, show that we're not watching? Oh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Is that what you're Fear talking about? of the Walking Dead, yeah. What? I was really positive to, to watch that. And I remember, like, after two episodes of that, this is propaganda. This is propaganda. This is the worst kind of propaganda. And it seems like it's going there with the Walking Dead as well. Oh really? Okay, I'm I'm a bit behind, so yeah. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, Have you seen the movie this week? 
Uh, I'm just, I was just, uh, my movie time was spent watching Mystery Science Theater 3000 again this week, so I, I will go through the ones I saw. Um, I have one episode left that I haven't seen, so, yeah, uh, Ooh. let's see, Wizards of Lost Kingdom, which was okay. a movie about wizards in a lost kingdom, and it's really terrible, it's especially terrible because I'm not a fan of fantasy things, like I said, fantasy genre. And then the next ep- uh, the next episode was uh, Wizards of the Lost Kingdom 2, which I've never seen them do that, but back-to-back they did the, the original and then the sequel. And these two movies have absolutely nothing to do with each other. They don't even have any <laughs> of the same actors or act- actresses or anything. Uh, number two is, I would say in, as far as these episodes of MST3K, it's probably the second best one next to Yongri that I've seen so far. Um... That's David Carradine in it and a couple of other people that are actual actors and things like that. So, interesting to watch. Um, and then one called Carnival Magic I saw, uh, which was a 70s movie that was like made in the South really cheaply about a carnival that's failing. Uh, and then an, they had a Christmas episode that was called The Christmas That Almost Was, which was just a b- really bad Christmas movie. Um, that one's alright, I guess. But so far, um, as far as Mystery Science Theater 3000 goes, it, it's good, but there are certain things about this season that I don't like. And I think I've said it in the past, but the lady who plays the evil scientist is probably my least favorite part. So, Right, and I like her. It's kind of weird. I think it's mixed. I've seen that from other people as well, like uh, online that Oh, we we love this lady. I think it's maybe she's kind of a she's a polarizing figure. So yeah, I guess so. Uh, I've seen the Samaritan uh, with uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson this week. Uh, it's okay, I guess. Uh, it was kind of uh, crime crime drama. Uh, this is kind of a crime thriller kind of thing. If you like Samuel L. Jackson, I guess, why not watch it? Uh, <laughs> but uh, then, for some fucking reason, I watched The Thur- Tourist, uh, and this is with Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp, and it's the most confusing shit uh, love story I've seen in my entire life, maybe. Huh, okay. It was really, really, really bad, so don't watch it. Two people uh, those that are both kind of embroiled in controversy right now, but yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, what, what is this news about Angelina Jolie? Because she's coming out with a Netflix movie? Oh, I didn't know that. I just I read an article that there are people accusing her of child trafficking or something. Yeah, with the new and then new Johnny Depp, movies. of course, like beat up his wife because he was super drunk. Yeah. but right. Yeah, because that's something you do when you are in Hollywood. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like texting? I uh, no. Well, I'd rather do it than talk to people on the phone. I guess, but yeah, I do too. Do you send a lot of emojis? Uh, less than some people, for sure. I don't like talk <laughs> emojis like some people do. Oh, let's 
hear the audio trailer for Emoji Sim. The emoji tr Okay, why are they all in like a Hollywood Squares thing? Is that where emojis live? Is it Hollywood Squares? Oh, I see. Your phone is like a city inside of it. Is that what it's going for? My name is Gene, and I'm supposed to be a meh. You know, like, meh, who cares? But my problem is, I have more than one emoji. Um, some of these... Is there an elephant emoji? Uh, some of these things are not yes. emojis I've ever seen, that are in the background. Oh, I'll send you some emojis later. Wait, so... Emojis use the bathroom? That's our user, Alex. How would they use the bathroom? What do they eat if they have to use the bathroom? Terabytes. So they're all humans, but the disco ball is actually being used as a disco ball even though it's a human being? Okay, that's what... What's Alex's girlfriend's name again? It was... Tina. Access denied. Karen. Sarah. I want to say Lupita, but that doesn't feel right now. I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> Just the way you are. It looks so good, look. <laughs> I'm laughing. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is going on? I am so confused as to what this plot is supposed to be. Oh my gosh, Candy Crush, like, in, in the thing as well. I even said last week it's going to be as good as the Candy Crush game show, <laughs> and they got Candy Crush in this movie as well. Don't do it! Don't you do it? It's already been in there once. It's all—it's been there once. That looked more like Candyland than Candy Crush, but all right. Should we wash our hands? Oh, see, the poo emoji has toilet paper stuck to his foot. That's so funny, because poo, poo is funny, bro. Because it, uh, it comes out of your butt, so it's funny. Uh, 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 Alright, the Emoji Movie. Hidden inside a smartphone, the bustling city of Texopolis... Oh, that is... That is... Ugh, oh, that is terrible. Is home to all emojis. Each emoji has its own... It's has only one facial expression, except for Gene, an exuberant emoji with multiple expressions... Determined to become normal like the other emojis, Gene enlists help of his best friend, Hi-Fi, oh, Hi-Five, and a notorious codebreaker called Jailbreak. Okay? What's your, mm -hmm. your premise? This has 1.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Ooh. And it has 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. A hot 6%. At the end of the weekend, I believe it had 0%. So it's actually gone up since the weekend, now that it's Wednesday. So, yeah. I have uh, two reviews that I'm going to read. Uh, and both of them are kind of long. But uh, it was really, really funny, both of them. Okay. 
the first one is, and I'm not kidding, Luke, a five-star review. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> it's got to be ironic, right? Okay, go ahead. Are you re- are you are you ready to listen to this? Yes. It's the single-handedly best movie of the 2010s. There's no way to describe how funny the subplots are of the meh emoji having feelings, but then saying them in the meh tone about 12 times this happened, and I laughed every single time. There's no way to stop this train with star actors like Sir Patrick Stewart as a turd. That's so funny. A man, a man that's knighted as a talking poo. And he makes sure to tell you that uh, in seven lines he has this movie. The romance is powerful. The scene where they uh, ride the waves of Spotify trademark. The, the romance was amplified by them uh, skewhorning a message about gender stereotypes and likes. I urge uh, you to go and see this generation Citizen Kane today. Mm. <laughs> when when do I get my money, Sonny? Okay, since you mentioned Citizen Kane, I'm, I gotta do one and then you can go into your other one. But I, okay. it's weird that, <laughs> that you mentioned so that. But, okay. uh, let's see, where is it? Oh, right here. Uh, from the Facebook, Lexa Vela says, It broke new ground. It put K- Citizen Kane to shame. Best animation, best voice acting. Yes, I am mentally challenged. Broke fro. Yes, I am mentally challenged. Whew, that's funny. Uh, my other review comes from Epic Ladies Punch the Adventure, our super reviewer. What the emoji gives us is literally and an actually pro- uh, predictable from the start. It lacks everything creative and everything that makes a movie successful. The Emoji Movie asks for your money so bad that I have to literally do the impossible. How long for the year and possibly for the rest of this decade is there aren't many cringeworthy movies in the near future? The crew behind this embarrassment that you call a movie will probably regret working on this a few years later when it comes to uh, that time. If you give this movie your money, you should feel ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Wow. On the Facebook, uh, I was uh, on there, on one of the posts, somebody posted that exact um, that exact uh, review from Epic Lady Sponge from somebody named Thomas Dickensheets. And they posted oh. up that... But they did credit it as Epic Lady Sponge, so... I don't know, maybe Thomas Dickensheets is... That doesn't sound like a real name, does it? Thomas Dick... No. no. Okay. I got a couple short ones from the Facebook. Uh, it seemed like maybe they were cleaning up the bad ones on their Facebook page, but here's one. Um, 
Doug Rome says, lazy, ugly character designs, like watching a freshman 3D project at community film school. Uh, here's one from... <laughs> here's one from Jordan uh, Sergi. Okay. Uh, and uh, I guess I should point out, that it, was, uh, it was a comment on... They had a, a post that they put up, because I guess it was number two, the number two movie of the weekend. Um, yes. As far as money goes. And so they put up a thing... Uh, a meme that said we're number two and then it just had the poo emoji so that they thought that was hilarious and he says mm -hmm. well i would say you're the number one uh you're number one on the worst movies on rotten tomatoes at least that's better than number two and then he says smell that that's hollywood money burning <laughs> uh i got another one from uh, this is my favorite one from Owen Tr Trello. Oh, he says, you're paying for my chemo because this movie gave me cancer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think that's a good place to, s to end because I think that's probably the best one. Wow. Oh. This has been a great week for Big Brother fans like Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy that is on our board and loves uh, Big Brother. Right. Has said so many times. It feels weird to already be going into Big Brother, doesn't it? But yes, we're feels. on Big Brother already. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you have uh, three days to tell us about. Yes, including the finale, which actually this is all going to go really fast because the finale is like it's long, but there's not really well, not a lot happens. So, um, <laughs> nothing happens. Well, I mean, you have all the interviews and stuff, but we're not going to like cover a whole lot of that. But, um, but yeah, let's cover the last three days, and we'll see who won this thing. And uh, yeah, we went uh, day. We're on day fifty-one, and the last day was day fifty-four, I believe. So that's how long they were in the house. Which is pretty short comparatively to like a Big Brother U.S. season, which is like ninety days. So, mm -hmm. so on day fifty-one, episode fifty-two, we got our stages of life task, which continues. Uh, which I guess last week we were kind of like, why are they stopping this task at school? But they moved past. That was kind of the end of last week as they graduated from high school. So now we're going into what I called the love task, which. Kieran and Deborah are picked for this task um, to be in love, and they go out on their first date, and it's just kind can of. I, can I just yeah? Can I just say that I think this ending this week was kind of a letdown because I did not like anything that had to do with this personally. I think it to was do with kind what? of stupid. What are we talking about? Oh, here with this marriage thing. Oh well, you're not talking. You're talking about this specific episode. Yeah. Okay. Because we move on from it later, and I I like the end I know, I know. of this task because it had the. Yeah. It, I think the end of this task was pretty good, but we'll talk about it. Um. Mm. Right, they go on their first date. Kieran, Kieran then has to propose marriage to Deborah, and she doesn't know it. So, but the part of the task is she has to say yes, uh, and Kieran has to do it within 15 minutes, and Big Brother gives Kieran this gigantic, ridiculous-looking, huge light-up 
plastic ring to give to her, which is really silly and ridiculous. And right here I just wrote down, Andrew has definitely been using Isabelle's tanner. Because he's like bright orange in out of nowhere in this in this episode. Did you notice that, Fro? No. Yes, he, he's bright orange here. Uh, really? Right. I didn't think about that. Oh. He looks... It's he's ridiculously tan all of a sudden out of nowhere. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why. <laughs> you just didn't notice, yeah. Um, <laughs> right, but Deborah says yes to the proposal, which Kieran set up this kind of nice little thing. Kieran and Deborah get married, uh, but as they're doing the marriage, uh, Big Brother says, "Is anybody uh, object object uh, to this marriage?" And nobody's going to say anything there, but then Suckvinder, previous uh, housemate, <laughs> comes into the house, and yeah. she returns uh, to stop the wedding, and she basically just says a lot of bad things about Kieran here, which I don't think helped Kieran's game, because she definitely, it seemed like this whole thing was to make Kieran look bad. Uh, and so they she leaves, and we continue on with the wedding, but then... They get back to the part where they're like, does anybody object? And Rebecca comes back into the house. And she stops the wedding. And Rebecca says that Hannah is the most selfish person in the house. She also says some bad things about Kieran. And Hannah is talking back to Rebecca. And Rebecca calls her a bitch. Um, mm. Because Hannah refuses to listen to anything that she has to say, basically. She's like singing... She might as well be, like, singing a song with her fingers in her ears because she just doesn't want to hear it. I don't think that's the most mature way to go. Hannah does that all the time. <laughs> Instead of, like, actually trying to defend herself or listening to the criticism, she just starts singing and is like, you're, whatever you're saying doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, oh, we get our wedding reception after they get married. Uh, Tom makes a speech at the wedding reception because he's the best man, of course. And during this, uh, they're supposed to have their fir the last or the fir first dance because they just got married. And Chanel uh, Chanel returns to sing the song for them, which she she is just a terrible singer, but they like that, I guess. It's funny. Uh, and she talks to. Hannah, Hannah, Isabel, and Andrew, and Chanel says that Andrew, uh, said, uh, this is the part where, remember a few weeks ago, I think it was, when Andrew said that he hates Hannah's face, and we were like, it didn't really go yeah. anywhere, it didn't do anything, but she brings this up, and so Hannah gets mad at Andrew for this, um, so right here, uh, Kieran and Deborah have to split up. They have to get divorced. So they have to split up their possessions. And in this case, their possessions are the human beings in the house. So Deborah, Raph, Hannah, and Andrew uh, go with uh, Deborah. And they all get to go to a party. And the rest of the house can't go uh, because they ended up with Kieran. And uh, they get a party... And Sue, Suckvinder, Imran, Rebecca, and Chanel all come and join this party. So Kieran, Tom, and Izzy are stuck in the bedroom looking out. And they can't go and talk to anybody or hang out 
and do the party thing. But it was a little weird because later on, then they're just allowed to come out and go to the party. So it, the whole thing was kind of defeated by that. But it is the end of the yeah. end of the season, so. And that's why why I didn't like it because it didn't have any consequences. Right. Well, we get later uh, on in this task. It, there definitely are some I, consequences, uh, but. Well, yes. Uh, so now that everybody's in the party and they've all been drinking, Chanel calls Rebecca a slag, a bitch, and a whore. And Rebecca, uh, we find out, slept with Loten outside the house after they went outside the house. And <laughs> she says it's that she slept with Loten to get press, to like uh, get um, in the news, which I guess, I, I, I don't know, is that news... I uh, wish Tilly was here to tell us, but she's not. So, um, I didn't Andrew hear Sh- about this before now. <laughs> no, me neither. Maybe it's in like the gossip sheets in in England, but definitely not big news. Uh, Andrew and Chanel argue uh, about uh, Chanel calling out Andrew uh, uh, about the thing he said about Hannah, and Andrew is mad at Raph and Hannah now for not sticking up. Uh, for him when Chanel's totally attacking him and calling him a snake. Uh, and Andrew gets really pissed about this. And then he, they even do it in, in the finale night. Uh, one of his best lines, he's so upset about this. He's like, I don't like being called a snake. And he said, and he's like, uh, really pissed at everybody. And he says, there's a storm a coming, honey. And it's like the way he said it was the best thing ever. Yeah, it was almost like he said, winter is coming. Right, they replayed it in, in the finale. It was good. Uh, okay, we get our final day, day 52, episode 53. Uh, this is the final stages of life task. So two housemates, we find out, will be evicted today through the back door, but they don't know this. Uh, Andrew is still upset from the night before and says his only friends in the house are Tom, Kieran, and Deborah because everybody else didn't stick up for him. And here we get Andrew talking with Tom, and Andrew, oh, and Kieran, he's also talking with him, and we find out that Andrew believes mermaids are real, Mm -hmm. which we talked about mermaids on the show, Uh, and he says, uh, Kieran says, that's not true, what makes you believe that, and Andrew says, why would they make the little mermaid if they weren't real? That is his evidence as to why mermaids are real, because they made the little mermaid. Uh, Hannah, oh, Hannah also thinks mermaids are real. So is this just a British thing that people think mermaids are real? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But it seems uh, maybe it is. It seems a yeah. little strange that we talk about it because Tilly brought it up, and it was one of her favorite kind of things, uh, cryptozoologically to talk about. And then they're talking about yeah. it all, and the, they're all talking about it in the show. Um, so we get our, one of my favorite tasks, at least of this thing, the heaven or hell task, which I found interesting. They're doing the heaven or hell thing, and we have the apple and the snake, uh, on Big Brother US, and this we have the heaven and hell thing, but this is part of the life task. So, you know, they did the marriage, they did the school, they did all that stuff, and now it's death. So it's the end of the, uh, life task, and... I thought this was very cool because they go into this um, kind of white room and they're all shown a slideshow of their time in the house. 
which is kind of like uh, your life flashing before your eyes. You know what I mean? That's what they're going for. Did you get that, from? Yes. Yes. Okay. Definitely. Um, and the doors, there's two doors. One goes to heaven, one goes to hell. The doors open by themselves, <laughs> which I thought the doors opening and them seeing inside, it was very cool. So there's two people yeah. going at a time, uh, Raph and... Raph and Isabel going first, and we everybody's assuming at this point that one person goes to heaven, one person goes to hell. That is not how it ends up, but Raph goes to heaven, and Isabel's there, and Raph in heaven can see what's happening on the, on a TV, and so he's assuming Isabel's going to hell, but she ends up also going to heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannah and Deborah come in, and Hannah goes to hell, and Deborah goes to heaven, which means Hannah is out of the house. Uh, Kieran and Tom come in, which this was obviously going to be tough for them because uh, they're best friends. I Obvious. mean, just as yeah. tough as Hannah and Deborah. Uh, and Kieran goes to hell. Tom goes to heaven. So Hannah and Kieran uh, leave the house out the back door. And I was surprised by this. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Me too. Because I think all of us thought Kieran was like a favorite to win 100%. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, Big Brother announces the rest of the housemates are finalists, uh, and so they they don't need to play any more games. They're not going to go through any more um, bullshit until the finale when uh, there's no more evictions to be had. So we got our Big Brother end of the year awards, where the housemates get to choose the awards. Uh, we get the best dancer is Raph because he can twerk, which is obviously all just a big joke. Uh, Biggest drama queen, Andrew, <laughs> which Andrew is... Oh, what the surprise. Right. The time Andrew? the time what? he like just packed up all his stuff into trash bags and decided to walk out the house, but then just came back. Right. Um, the funniest is Tom, which I don't know. I don't even know if that's true. Is Tom really all that funny? But then Tom mm. uh, jumps in the pool with all of his clothes on. So that's, I guess, what's funny about him. Uh... And the most deserving, meaning the person who deserves most to win, they pick Deborah. Um, And that's all the awards, but the housemates, because Isabel didn't get any awards, they come up with their own award for Isabel, the biggest boss award. So she is Sasha Banks, (laughs) apparently. Yep. And Andrew and Isabel fake tan Raph. And this is, uh, and Raph is like, he's like, I don't. Is this good? I don't know if this is good. And then he sees himself in the mirror, and he's like, "This is way too dark." And Andrew's like, "It'll it'll be better. It'll it'll wear off. Don't worry. We'll put you in the shower. It'll wear off." Uh, but yeah, Isabel is trying to fake tan everybody, obviously, because Andrew was already totally bright orange. Uh, housemates celebrate making the finals uh, as they go to bed, and they're all saying, "Oh, we're super excited! Uh, I, I can't believe we made it." And they're all just kind of stop and are ha- they're having a moment of reflection and everybody's quiet, kind of looking around at each other. And then Andrew just lay- lays just a big fart in the quiet out of the quietness comes Andrew's big fart. And we end the- that episode with Andrew farting. So our finale night, which is day 53 and day 54, because the recap is day 53 and then finale night is obviously day 54. Uh Em is wearing a black spaghetti strap top with... I like this. 
with Beetlejuice's Jinko jeans from the 90s, is what I wrote. <laughs> if anybody remembers liked, Jinkos yeah, from the 90s. But, like but they look, they're white and black striped, uh, so they look like oh. Beetlejuice's pants, I guess. I, I thought the pants, like, the top of it, I was like, this looks really classy. And they, when they first open up with her walking through the door, they're doing a waist-up shot. So you just see the right. black spaghetti top. And so I was assuming it was going to be just a simple black dress. And they zoom out and they show the pants. And I was like, oh my gosh. Whoa. Like, it was... I I thought the pants were way too much, but... um, We have our evicted housemates in the crowd. Uh, minus Loton and Arthur. I, I don't know if there was anybody else what missing, the but they're both not there. So... What a surprise. Not at all. Uh, we've, the winner gets uh, £65,000, of course, after the money that was taken in the steel task by Andrew. Uh, and this is our final full day. Uh, we get a montage of the housemates' thoughts of being in the house, and, you know, them talking in the diary room. And I oh, and then the housemates get to see a video of their time in the house. So this last day is just all kind of recapping what's going on. Everybody's saying, "Oh, it was such an interesting thing." You know, it's just it's very generic ending part of Big Brother they do every year. Uh, mm-hmm. And I wrote here after watching like the video thing, I would watch a prank show where the only thing that the prank show is is it's just repeated pranks on Andrew. Where every every episode is just somebody pranking Andrew, and then he's screaming about things. I would watch that television show. Uh, is it a little sad that I totally agree? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be the best show ever, wouldn't it? Yeah. All right, so we get love- our uh, Charlotte, Kieran, and Hannah interview because they all went out uh, the back door, uh, which I was glad Charlotte got her. Interview time. I thought that was good. Uh, it wasn't anything interesting, but uh, then we get our votes. So the all the votes are in, and they go down the list of people who are going to leave the house. Uh, Andrew leaves the house first because, of course, he's not eligible to win. So he leaves, and we get an interview with Andrew, and he gets big, giant boos from the crowd. The crowd is not mm-hmm. liking Andrew. I don't know why. Maybe because he took the money? Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, We get Tom coming out first. So he got uh, fourth place out of uh, the people left in the house. So he leaves the house. We get our Tom interview. And during this Tom interview, oh yeah, he gets cheered when he comes out. Everybody gets cheered except for Andrew uh, when they come out. But And Andrew, just he got just such giant boos. I think everybody else felt bad and didn't want to boo everybody else. Uh, we got our Tom interview, like I said, and in the middle of this interview, uh, he's saying something about Ellie, and Emma, like, grabs both of his hands just to, like, look right in his eyes and ask him a question, and then we get this awkward moment where they're holding hands, and neither one of them seems to know when to let go of their hands, and so Tom has to just go, I feel kind of awkward sitting like this, and Emma's like, yeah, this is a little awkward. And they, in the middle of the interview, they're like, this really awkward moment. Very weird. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so we get our next person leaving the house. Deborah 
leaves the house in third place, which was... Uh, I thought she had a good chance of winning, but I guess, yeah, not so much. We get our Deborah yeah. interview, and I wrote here, has Loton been Benwad from this season of Big Brother? He's totally been Chris Benwad out, out of this yeah. thing. They've just acted okay. like he didn't exist. And I and I go, okay, she's number three. I know who is going to win here. I told you guys all the time, this is so easy. I was so sure here who was going to win. Right. Uh, Isabel and Raph are our final two. And so. And Raph is going to win, of course. Right. Uh, the people we picked for winning last week uh, Fro picked Raph, Tilly picked Kieran, which that was surprising. Tilly was the first one to pick, and she got to pick Kieran because I would have picked Kieran if she had not, yeah. to be honest. Um, and I picked Isabel. So it was between me and Fro's pick here, which is pretty exciting, that it's Raph and Isabel up for the final two. And they announce Isabel wins Big Brother over Raph. What? So Raph comes in second place. Yes. I am so confused by this. I was surprised as hell. I'll, after we get done here, I'll try to I'll, I'll explain what I think the reasoning behind this was. But Raph leaves the house. We get our Raph interview. And then Isabel leaves the house. We get our Isabel interview. And she screams a lot about everything. Oh like, gosh. she's like, I just can't stop oh. screaming. She just, but it's oh. like that weird little high-pitched scream, like the excitement yep. scream. It's really kind of actually annoying, but, you know, she couldn't help herself. Question. Yeah, I have a question for you. Do you think she deserves to win? Um, well, right here, I wrote down why I think she did win. Uh, do I think Bye. she deserves to win? Uh... Yeah, I guess so, when I think about it. But I don't. Emma says, Isabel took on the alpha male of the house and uh, didn't back down like some other people did. And she's referring to Loton. Because when Isabel came in, there was the big divide in the house. And she could have gone on the side of the popular kids or whatever. But instead, she decided she was going to stick with Raph and Deborah and Hannah and Chanel at the time. And she ended up taking on Loton, and then Loton ended up getting kicked out of the house after, right after that, um, and becoming a huge heel that everybody hated. I mean, enough he was being a racist and everything. Enough that they, you know, Ben Wad him out of the show, uh, mm. and Isabel was there taking him on. So I think that's kind of one of the reasons that she won is because she was seen as. Um, more courageous in that in that scenario because she took on the big alpha male and she also stuck with her guns because she she went in and she could have gone with the popular kids but she chose to stick with people who uh were actually good people instead of just going with the popular kids because they're popular does that make sense for right so i think that was kind of maybe some of some people's reasoning as to why they picked her to win i don't know what what do you think I, I'm uh, I'm so double when it comes to this. I don't think, to be honest, she was way down on my list of people that I was going to be okay by by winning. Like I I, I even had the sisters before her. She was probably. Not the last one that I wanted to win, but 
probably really, really down there. So when Raph didn't win, I was kind of like, eh, what is going on? Not only because I liked Raph, I, right. I did like Raph, but I did not like her. Like, I, I can't say I liked her. I I didn't really understand it until I started to think about it and remembering back on the season and going, oh yeah, she really did stick up for herself. She really did, like, she did. Um, stick with the people she... When she went in, she got yeah. she got friends. She never turned her back on sure. them. She never talked shit behind their back about them. She stuck with her guns. She never like kind of um, swapped swapped opinions or anything like that. So I I think that's one of the reasons she won because she was more genuine, I guess, than other people. What day did she go in? Do you remember? <sighs> I don't. She went in the same time as the Irish girl. Remember she? Yeah. She yeah. went in because of the uh, game show task, whatever it was. Yeah, the dating game kind of thing. It uh, that um, was after it had to have been like third, second or third week, third maybe yeah. third or fourth. So it was still. I mean, it was still. It wasn't as as late as uh, Sam and Andrew and, and all those people. Right, 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 right. No, I am. Um, I'm. I am in all honesty. Stay a little disappointed. I am. I was shocked that she won. I wasn't disappointed that she won. I was just shocked. So, I'm both. I, sure. I was. I, I was both shocked and uh, a little disappointed. To be completely honest. I mean, how much of that disappointment came because you picked Raph and you just thought he was 100 uh, going to win? Well, I did not like her. That was maybe my biggest disappointment. Sure. I guess that'll add to it. Um. But yeah, I mean, I picked her, but I, even me picking her, I would have gone with Kieran if I would have actually had a choice. I even said that last week. And right. it was between her and Deborah, and either one of those I thought had the same chance, which I thought was very yeah. low, and then she ends up winning. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no. yeah. I thought it was interesting that she won, though. I mean, it just, I guess it shows you the demographic just watching the TV show, right? Oh, so, definitely. you gotta remember that. Uh, we get our confetti drop uh, outside, and we have our winner, and that ends Big Brother forever. And I was watching the first episode of Celebrity just to see what was going on, uh, whatever, Monday, and it is very weird to go back without writing notes and watch it, because it's like, yeah. it, things happen, and I'm like, I was still in that mode in my mind. I was like, oh, like would lean over and think, oh, I need to write this down and then remember, oh, wait, no, I don't have to write this down. Right. Yeah, it's a man. very different show when you're taking notes. I've learned a lot about uh, Big Brother just by having to pay a little closer attention than I normally do. So I enjoyed doing this. I know a lot of people, uh, there were certain oh, yeah, people definitely. that didn't want us to do it, but there were other people that did want us to do it. Um and I thought this review went really well. I had a lot of fun with it. What about you, Fro? Yeah, yeah, totally fun with this. Uh, I think it's uh, one of the best segments we did, actually, to be completely honest with you. I, the thing that I didn't realize was going to happen with this review was we talked about topics r that came out of the show that we would have never talked about right. ever um, without... Uh, reviewing the show. We would have never brought up certain things like uh, talking about clicks and 
uh, a lot of sex talk and things like that that we would have never just <laughs> brought up on the show out of the blue, but because it was right. in this, we actually kind of went into slightly in-depth discussions about things we would have never talked about. So I thought that was a good part of us reviewing Big Brother, and we won't ever do this again, so don't worry, everybody. <laughs> because we never do things twice, do yep. we? No. We are that kind of show that we don't like to do things twice. Uh, audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. That's audibletrial.com uh, slash another digital citizen. Whereas Luke says it. Audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Get a free book and a 30-day trial. Cancel any time and you still keep your free book and it helps us out. But uh, what if you have a computer and you're uh, not that satisfied with uh, your speed, for example, to download and upload things that could be TV shows? Do you have something to do there on Audible Trial? No, but I think there's another place you could do that. Yes, you can go. <laughs> that, that was the thing. You can go to rapidseedbox.com, but follow the link in the uh, in the Facebook because if you don't go with it, that link, I won't get paid if you make an account. So, Rapid Seedbox is uh, used by me, and uh, I love it. It's a really good seedbox, and uh, you should uh, look into it if you want the seedbox. So. And you can get a 20% off one-time discount following that link. So do that! Do you have anything personal you want to promote? Um, no, I'm good this week. Uh, you can check me out on that wrestling show uh, I do with Bill. Uh, I also do a little show about South Park called Sharks Bond, the South Park podcast. Where we do every single episode of Shark, of Sharks Bond, yes, of South Park. Uh, my brain uh, is not connecting today, so <laughs> I think I think we we were going to put it in the error box. Uh, what is not error is coming out next week. That is news of the week, the guest book, episode one. Uh, yes, we have to, have to say that. We, which channel is it on for people that wondering? TBS. Yes. Yep. And uh, it's uh, episode one. It's beginning tomorrow. So it's one, one of those shows that we're going to have a long time to watch before we we, we are going to Yeah, I mean, we've it. done this before in the past. Where I yeah. think, let's see. It's really nice. It, yeah, it takes it gives me a long time to review it. Usually, to be honest with you, I'll watch it because I do review. I'll watch it when it comes out, and then I'll watch it again the day before, so that when we do our review, it, it's fresh in my mind and everything. So we will do another digital review of the Dark Tower. I'm so hoping it's going to be good. Yeah, I, then bro, we have... you, was that on your list of movies you were looking forward to seeing? I think yes. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's my favorite. Uh, my favorite uh, written books of all time. I like, I adore the Dark Tower series. 
Uh, then we will speak, speak about something that's quite funny. Uh, spontaneous human combustion. And yes, you are listening correctly. It's spontaneous human combustion. And if you don't know what that is, it's people that suddenly appear to be on fire. Uh, out here, I got a little thing. Spontaneous human combustion is a term encompassing reported cases of combustion of living human uh, of a living human body without apparent external source of ignition. In addition to reported cases, examples of the phenomena appear in lim- literature, and both types have been observed and shared common characteristics. Uh, so it could be a body that's living or dead. It doesn't have to be somebody who's still alive and then just starts lighting on fire for no reason, but there is a X-Files episode out there that actually has some good information. So if you people want to check that out for next week, uh, you could email in about that or about it in general. But the inter- most interesting it's thing a- about spontaneous human combustion is there's no proof there's one way or another. Episode. Yeah, there's, there's a no about it also, actually. Right, but the the, the X Files episode actually has like some legit information yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah, okay. Um, there's no proof one way or another whether this is real or not. But most people, the consensus is that it's not. So we'll go into the, some of the reasons it could be real and some of the reasons that it probably isn't. Next week. Next week. Well, high five, Luke. Uh, this has been a short show. Yep, I've it'll gone. probably be another short show next week because not a lot going on, but that's fine. From the United States of America and Norway, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.